0: And we've been talking all week and last week as well about this concerning situation with Meza Ertzl and Sayad Kalasanak. They survived an attempted carjacking, attempted robbing, with Kalasanak leaving the G Wagon to fight the masked robbers off, even though they had knives and now we're asking what's the proper way of approaching the situation Martin for you now or you in your younger days say when you were a player if you'd been pulled over by thugs with knives how would you have handled it
1: well I certainly wouldn't have got out of the car um, and it would have to be uh, someone pretty uh, clever to have actually got me to get out of the car Um, and I think I'd have driven to a police station if I knew that somebody was on my tail trying to get me or um, rob me not that my watch would have been worth anything, or would have been enough money in my uh, my wallet to actually rob me. Um, but no, serious, serious stuff, and we've heard a lot now about uh, player, top top players, Johnny. Uh, their houses being broken into, and uh, we've heard of Andy Carroll last year on his way home from training at West Ham. Uh, somebody, uh, I think, on motorbikes, that little crew were to try and get his uh, his watch, which was you know worth a lot of money. But um, you know, it's it's a sad state of affairs. But uh, so, and, and and the improvement in security is an
0: absolute must, in my opinion. Mm, well, on that, we're joined on the line by Alex Bomberg, who is CEO of Intelligent Protection International Limited. He feels that footballers don't realise that they're such easy, prominent targets for gangs. Is that naivety, or do they just think they're above that kind of thing? Alex, how do they approach this?
2: Hi, good afternoon. I think it's a difficult situation with the the whole issue of duty of care, where it lies where it begins, where it ends, obviously, the clubs must take the lead in this there 's a lot of naivety going on, um, and my honest fear is that nothing is going to change, maybe until players family get injured let 's be honest about this. This has been in the, this sort of stories have been in the press for the last 10 years. Uh, The Guardian newspaper did an article in 2009 stating that 21 premiership footballers' homes have been burgled in in a period of three years. This is not a situation which is going away. This is a situation, I feel, across Europe, which is escalating.
0: So I know you offer all kinds of courses and services as well to keep these top-level footballers safe. What kind of approach do you recommend they take?
2: I think there's quite a few things that, that have changed over the last few years. I think that people need to look at social media and their use of social media. I think this is a really serious issue because I think people are putting themselves and their families at risk of what they post on social media. So we advise clients, obviously, to look at that. We discuss social media and the use of social media with clients. It's a developing area, but an area that does need addressing. And obviously, you know, the incident the other day, there's so many things, you know, we could talk about in relation to that incident. So
0: how should they approach it? Because obviously Kalasanat comes flying out the car, fist-bared, going, go on then, have a go. I gather that's not the most sensible way of dealing with it. No, not at
2: all. He didn't know, really, what he was getting out of the vehicle too. He didn't know if there was two people or ten people. The reality is he could have actually made the matter worse by doing that. It could have escalated into something which, you know, could have ended very, very differently. The right thing to do would have been any anybody that's, that's on their own like this. I mean, there are times, just sort of go backwards a little bit, there are times when VIPs and high-net-worth individuals will be on their own. It could be coming back from the gym. It could be going for a... a private meal with their family or with friends they need to know what to do if they don't have their security with them if they do have security and in that incident he really should have both of them should have stayed in the vehicle one of them should have called the police the other person should have Blasted the horn really loudly and driven to somewhere, where, either either somewhere where there's cam- lots of cameras, like a, a forecourt of a garage, or to the nearest police station. Certainly shouldn't have got out the vehicle. Um, you know, while you're in the vehicle, you've got some control. You know, and in worst case scenario, you could take evasive action with using the vehicle if it wasn't going to endanger the members of the public.
0: And so if you were going to give one piece of advice to footballers, not just talking about robbery of this kind, but burglary as well, what is the number one thing that Premier League footballers can do to keep themselves, their families and their property safe?
2: The first thing is, security needs to be on the agenda of every single club up and down the land. Now, that's the number one thing. You've got to have a conversation about it. That might mean having some difficult conversations. You've got to start somewhere got to start talking about it nothing's going to change until people take action and the clubs have got to the clubs have got to take action good security does not cost a lot of money compared to what these individuals are earning and we, we've been lucky so far that none of the footballs have been seriously injured nor are the families we'll gone away with it up until now
0: Alex, great to chat to you. Thank you for your words of wisdom and your time as well. Alex Bomberg there, who is CEO of Intelligent Protection International Limited, giving his take. He, of course, also teaches the footballers to drive, not in an irresponsible way, not like film stars, but in a manner that if you did need to escape evasion, you'd be able to do it, which I suppose is a skill that we should all have
1: yeah i was interested in the bit that alex said that the clubs have got to take some responsibility and i was th- just been thinking about that whether it should be the clubs or whether whether it should be the players themselves but when when you look at that a bit f- closer if a player's got uh, an asset let's say uh, well let's not name names but if you've got a defender who's worth or a player worth 80 million pounds um you would want to make sure that your asset to your business or to your company um, um, if it's worth £80 million, pounds, you'd want to make sure that security at their house is absolutely spot on. Um, and I suppose whether they're worth £80 million or just their employees worth, um, you know, the younger players, you'd want to make sure that their houses are secure, there are... Um codes and uh, safety rooms I think you heard about the other day you Mm. said there was Phil Jones a a panic room you'd probably want to be looking at if you've got an asset worth uh, 70 80 90 100 million pounds that they're going to be extremely well looked after and protected